Hey, hi, hello, this is your host, Evan Magic, and welcome to the official movie podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Evan Magic, and today we have the biggest show I'm ever going to do on this um, on this podcast, I I believe. But I, I, I'm going to be really skillful, and I'm going to do this really, really quickly uh, for most of these topics. But uh, just hang on with me, because uh, I am also sick. That's the reason why I have this gravelly Batman-like voice. <laughs> I'm not sleepy, but you know, I just woke up, uh, started this right away, because I knew I had to do one. But uh, I have one, two, three, four, five. I have six main topics, and I have four user, to- uh, or user questions that I want to talk about. But before I do all that stuff, um, I do want to give you an special announcement about, you know, the update of this podcast, just something I wanted to tell everybody right away, and uh, some people who have been asking questions about this, and just concerns about it, and their, you know, their future participation in this. Um, and that's going to be one of the main topics, but before I do any of that too, I have to plug the social medias at the beginning of the video. I do it every single time with every single video because it helps, you know, you guys send topics over there for future episodes. This is how we propel the show in the future. And uh, it also makes you participate in a different way. And also you can get a secret shout out for the user question as well. Uh, But my Snapchat is E-V-A-N-M-A-G-G-I-T. That's Evan Magid. That's my first and last name. No caps, no spaces. Uh, my Instagram is the real Evan Magic, same as my um, Snapchat, all one word, no caps, no spaces. And then my email is evanxcubed at gmail.com. Send all your topics over there. This is how we propel the show and stuff like that. And this is also how um, you guys can participate in the future. But now that we got that out of the way, the first main topic I really, really want to talk about while I catch up on everything that I missed because I delayed this whole thing uh like a long long time ago uh there's there, there's something that people have concerns about and this concern is very very reassuring for me because I haven't really addressed it in a while uh they're talking about hey when can guests be on the official movie podcast and and I I I addressed this on Snapchat or I kind of addressed this on Snapchat, but the sad thing is, is that there will be no guests on the official movie podcast in the future because, and and let me and let me give you some context about how I made this decision. So there were going to be two young ladies who were going to be on my podcast, uh, Sierra and Lily. I'm not going to say the last names for contact reasons, um, but Sierra and Lily. They were the names of the two people um, that were going to be in my podcast, and the timing of it was so bad, <laughs> and the timing of my my podcasts are so, sometimes not on the right track, but, you know, I usually make it work, um, but for them, it didn't work at all. Like, they had to go, you know, go back to their house and, you know, go, go night-night, <laughs> uh, but... They had to do different stuff at the time, and they didn't have any time, but also I would have to explain them what they have to do. And it's really easy how how I do explain it, probably only for me, but, you know, for other people, they don't know what's going on because they don't know, you know, they don't control the podcast at all. So they, you know, they're they're guests or they're rookies to this. 
Uh, so, you know, guess what they have to do is basically I talk about the topic at hand and then I transition it over to them and then they give their opinion and then we move on to the next topic. That's usually how it goes. But then, uh, excuse me, I'm sick. <laughs> so if you hear some sniffling, it's because uh, my little my little uh, immune system is just fighting itself. Um, but for 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 them, they don't know what the heck's going on, and that's reasonable. Um, whenever I, you know I do certain stuff, like I was in uh, Sam Hack's podcast, it was very self-explanatory. I was just basically a part of a conversation. That's what the whole thing was about a good conversation um that that was the name of his thing but that 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 whole situation was going to work out and I tried setting up different outlets for different guests and I tried spinning the wheel I tried doing all this but once again other people had other stuff to do but then you know since everybody had other things to do and I just did episodes by myself which in hindsight, I think it's more comfortable for me, you know, since I'm an introvert. Um, I just I just made the decision that there's going to be no more guests on the podcast, which is completely fine. You know what I mean? I, I, I hope you guys don't feel too sad about that, and then I hope you guys continue watching. I mean, I will shout you guys out on user questions. I mean, come on. I mean, you guys participate in the second half of this show. It's one of the best parts of the show you know, constantly, it's, you know, you guys kind of propel a huge following, because when I started this user question stuff, it, you know, it propelled, you know, people watching, because it's, you know, you guys are actually in the show, technically, so don't be too sad about this, this is the update for upcoming guests, and that's kind of my take on it, but tell me in the comments, or not tell me in the comments, uh, tell me what you think uh, uh, at the social medias at the beginning of the video, and that's my first main topic down. And then the second main topic is truly the catch-up. I'm going to talk about the Super Bowl. Yes, yes. And I'm talking about this the day of the Oscars. Uh, I'm not going to make any predictions, but, you know, you know what I mean. But uh, I'm going to do a quick Super Bowl recap so that I can talk about this on the podcast. So I can have some stuff to talk about uh, for it because I, I, I truly was going to make it the day after the Super Bowl. But then... Uh, timing was wrong. I had to be at an event and whatever, but yeah, quick Super Bowl recap. Uh, the game was awesome. The game was pretty good. Uh, I thought that it was crazy how, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, well, uh, took a huge comeback, took a huge comeback. I mean, there's tons of calls, whatever, for, uh, the 49ers and stuff like that. But overall, I thought, I thought their offense was bomb like they were really really good uh I thought that Patrick Mahomes was an MVP this is the first time that he's been on the Madden cover and also the um won the Super Bowl at the same time he's the first person to ever do that or first quarterback to ever do that excuse me um and it's it's fantastic what the game was but that's not the reason why we all watch the Super Bowl come on dude it's because of the freaking commercials and the trailers. I mean, they showed a gang of trailers before the Super Bowl, and I talked about them in earlier off the topics and off of the official movie podcast. Um, and the trailers that they shown really didn't show Jack, except for one that I want to talk about. And I'm not going to talk about every single trailer. I'm going to only talk about this one trailer. And the reason why is because, you know, once again, they didn't show Jack, but also it was 30 seconds. 
it's the story we already know. We already know that Mulan is going to be about this because we all seen the cartoon by now. If you haven't seen the cartoon, you know, if you have Disney Plus, go ahead and do it. But uh, hey, this is kind of a good segue to the Disney Plus uh, Marvel trailer. This is truly the trailer that showed us new stuff. Uh, except for the Minions one, but I'm never going to talk about the Minions trailer. Uh, Disney Plus, the movie trailer, or not the movie trailer, the Marvel trailer, uh, they've shown basically three new shows that are coming on Disney Plus that are going to be huge and are probably going to replace The Mandalorian, which I shouldn't say they replaced The Mandalorian. They're their own stuff, you know what I mean? And even when they release, Mandalorian is going to be returning back for season two. Um... And I, I I saw this, like, randomly, and I was super-duper psyched when I saw the Captain America shield. And then you see Sam Wilson throwing it basically perfectly. Uh, you see Baron Zemo back from Civil War. You see Wonder Soldier has a new haircut. Uh, U.S. Agent makes, like, a brief cameo. He, he's, you just see the back of him, but he, it's like a huge football game. No, excuse me. Um... Dude, I'm gonna be sniffling, so if you if you really don't want me sniffling, turn your volume down. <laughs> this is this is the cost of me being sick. I, I don't have the coronavirus. I just have to make that sure. I do not have that freaking virus, but it's just a flu. It's just a flu. Uh excuse me. I just I just have to sniffle. I'm sorry. Uh returning. Um but yeah, the Falcon and Winter Soldier, it looks really, really good. WandaVision is going to look very, very weird, which is probably the best thing that they have going for it. Uh, I mean, they they really knocked it out of the park with the look of the show. And it looks like a sitcom mixed with Marvel stuff, which is going to be really cool. Um, and then Loki, we only got to see like one shot of Loki. And then, you know, the, the, the quote that he says, I'm going to burn this place to the ground. Obviously, he's the evil Loki that stole the Tesseract from... Um, from Endgame, it's pretty obvious that that's what's the case. Um, and the and the thing is, is that with all of this information that's being filled in, it's better than all of the trailers for the new movies that were coming out in the Super Bowl, which is crazy. But also, it tells you that the marketing for these movies really don't show much. I mean, the commercials just in general weren't that good in the Super Bowl, and. For this Super Bowl, I really didn't give two craps. So, but because it wasn't my it wasn't my team <laughs> playing, so I I just did didn't give double craps. But hey, you know what? I uh, I really enjoyed this trailer. This is the one trailer that I got super psyched up about, and it made me want to go to Disney Plus and just look at all the Marvel stuff. It it was great marketing, and it made me love the product. I mean, the, it says the universe is expanding because it really is expanding. These little tv spots these little uh shows that are coming on disney plus are going to be connected to the movie significantly so that's fantastic and tell me and and, and here's the thing this is the most important thing i have to ask every single time what are your thoughts at the beginning of the or uh what are your thoughts at the social medias at the beginning of the video but like i'm, I'm confused how do how how do i transition into that i i don't know you guys can tell me uh, about that at the social media at the beginning of the video. There you go. I found I found a transition that might work for now. <laughs> I don't know. I forgot. It's been a while before I did another episode. Usually when I do one every single day, or not every single day, but every like two days or something like that, I usually get the hang of how I, how I say the stuff. But now, 
Let's move on to the third main topic. And this one, I will say relatively shortly, uh, I didn't put it on off the top because this one actually, you know, it's a little meaty uh, and it deserves to be on a bigger podcast. But Indiana Jones is returning for a fifth installment with Harrison Ford. Uh, and quickly, I'm just going to get straight to the point. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy, the president of Lucasfilm, a.k.a. the president of Star Wars and Indiana Jones and sadly Howard the Duck. <laughs> uh, she is officially confirming that Indiana Jones 5 is not a reboot. And so this is this is so much closure because I thought that Chris Pratt was going to be cast as Indiana Jones. Do you guys remember that? I don't know if you guys remember that, but I'm going to refresh your mind if you do, uh, if you don't. Chris Pratt had this huge marketing campaign for him that he was going to be the next Indiana Jones, and it was going to be the biggest, you know, blockbuster movie that he was ever going to do. And Disney made a huge deal about that, or uh, people made a huge rumor about that. And it was going to be, excuse me, uh, it was going to be super duper cool, and it was going to be really, really bombastic. It was going to be like James Bond, to be honest with you. Uh, so it was really, really cool when they announced it, and they even hinted at it in the Lego Movie too. Weirdly, they just had like a little Easter egg, I guess. Um, but man, I, I, I am happy that it's not a reboot, and I'm happy that this actually might be the last one. I mean, they're gonna have Harrison Ford back as uh, Indiana Jones, which cool, but also I don't know if he can do half the things that he can because he's old now. But you know, they, I guess they have to do a stunt double or whatever. But. This is this green brings so much closure, and I'm happy the fact that this is con- concluding a saga, that the fourth movie in the Indiana Jones movie, King Kingdom of the Crystal Soul, you know the 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 one with the Shia LaBeouf, the one that not everybody likes, uh, the fact that that's the one that is going to be erased probably. I'm glad that they're going to continue with this because Indiana Jones is just one of the most fun franchises ever. I love all the first three movies, and I'm glad that they're continuing it uh, in a big way, but also in a big finale. Hopefully it has a good subtitle, not Indiana Jones and the the old Crystal Kane or something like stupid. But uh, hey, you know what? I'm super duper happy the fact that, uh, you know, Harrison Ford is back, and it's going to be uh, getting back in a big way. Anyway, uh, that is my thoughts on the whole Indiana Jones 5 officially not being a reboot. Tell me your thoughts at uh, on my social medias at the beginning of the video. And uh, let's move on with the fourth main topic. Uh, once again, we're halfway and I'm just already, how many minutes am I in? 14 minutes. You know what? We're, 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 we're blasting through it. I don't know if it's going to be the biggest podcast ever, but I do have a lot to say about this one. This is the fourth main topic and it's probably the one I'm going to talk about the most. Uh, just kidding. My fifth topic will be the one I'm going to talk about the most. Uh so there's little this there's this little movie, when Blake Lively called the Rhythm Section. I don't know if you heard about this. Um, it, it's called the Rhythm Section. It's like a little assassin movie where, uh, apparently like in the story, her family got killed in a plane crash, and you know she's trying to kill the people who organized this plane crash, and but she has to get mentored by Jude Law and Sterling K. Brown, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with him in the movie. I didn't see it. Uh, but this also makes sense of why I didn't see it, because this movie set the lowest box office opening ever. And I want to I set the stage for this, because in my mind, 
this movie wasn't going to do too bad. It looks it looked pretty appealing for the audience, I guess I should say. It's a first-time director for a studio movie, uh, and it looked fine. There wasn't too much big marketing, but it was only in like theaters and on also online. But uh, man, it 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 does look, it it did look, I should say, pretty interesting. But I didn't go see it, so maybe I wasn't that interested. <laughs> uh, but let me let me set what the box office was, and but also what the budget was. So the budget for this movie was uh fifty million dollars. Sizable budget, not as big as Birds of Prey, which was ninety-seven million dollars. Uh, but the thing is, is that the um, the box office was freaking two point seven million dollars. Isn't that crazy? Like, oh my, oh my goodness! I that's the lowest numbers, not ever. I mean, there's worse numbers. I mean, there's stuff that hasn't even made a billion dollars. Uh, or sorry, not a billion dollars, a million dollars. Uh, but there is, there is, I have no words. <laughs> that's horrible. That's horrible, dude. Like that's the worst you can get. But um, it it that that's the lowest standard you could get. But also the movie looked it looked interesting, but it didn't look like anything I would rush out to go see. And I guess everybody had the same mindset. I mean, for the people who saw it, they they saw it, they said it wasn't that good, except for like one scene. But you know, I I I don't I don't want to be that guy who's like, oh, there's only one scene. That's all you got to watch it for. You know, that's not that's not worth going to see a movie if you only like one scene. It's not the whole movie, okay? Um, but man, I feel really bad for Blake Lively and the team that worked on the movie. I will feel really bad about the first time director that has to deal with this. Uh, I feel bad for Paramount Pictures, who are the people who would distribute this. And, you know, they had a huge marketing campaign with Blake Lively's Instagram. <laughs> Excuse me again. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about the sniffling. I really do apologize. It's just I'm having the flu, and it's just the worst time ever. Um, but um, ne never be sick. Get vaccinated and all that stuff. I got vaccinated, but somehow I got sick. That makes no sense. Uh, anyway, moving on, <laughs> I just feel really bad for the team who worked on the movie, and I hope that they can cope with it, and I hope they can get their money back with a different movie that they can work on. Maybe the different people on the team can work on different movies and disperse, but hey, I, I feel like they can, um, they can recope with this and also that the movie can maybe become a cult classic in the future. We don't know. Maybe this movie will turn out a cult classic in the future, uh and and all that stuff you know you know the typical stuff that might happen with movies that might not make too much money like blade runner 2049 it's one of my favorite movies of all time period um and it's a quote classic now but it didn't make too much money at the box office so maybe this could be a turnout for something else we don't know uh but this also is a wake-up call for people who are trying to make this assassin genre a whole thing because of john wick and um you know not Suicide Squad. I just <laughs> I almost said Suicide Squad, the Expendables and Atomic Blonde, all this stuff with the female action assassin stuff. You know, Black Widow's doing that, but they're doing it with a superhero twist, so they have a different take on it. Uh, but for the people who are trying to do this like twenty thousand different times, I just want to say that that's not original. 
uh, we know this already. And the reason why we're not seeing it anymore is because there's a better version out there. It's called Atomic Blonde. <laughs> but uh, that's my thoughts about the whole thing. Tell me your thoughts about this topic uh, at the social medias at the beginning of the video. And I'm moving on to my fifth topic, which this is the one I might have to talk about a little bit bigger because this is the one that I, 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 I have to talk about. And it didn't show at the Super Bowl. It showed uh, Friday at the Super Bowl. But this new freaking trailer from Fast 9 to show up. And I don't know if I sh uh, talked about it on the previous out the topic. But man, I have more thoughts about it now. <laughs> uh, this is crazy what they're doing with this franchise now. And I did a poll. Uh, hold on. Let me bring up this poll real quick. Because I, I just need to bring up the numbers here. Because I did a little poll on Snapchat, which you can uh, check out at the beginning of the video once again. But I did this little poll of quick question. And this is the quick question of the, of the poll. Should there be more Fast and Furious movies? And I gave you three top uh, choices. Uh, yes, they're really fun. Nods getting really dumb. And yes, if they go back to racing. One of you gave it, yes, it's really fun. So that's a very small percentage of people who think this is just still fun. Um, Nods getting really dumb. So nobody wants any more Fast and Furious movies. And that makes sense for a, a, a point that I'm going to make uh, later. Uh, and then the one that... Oh, tied up with nods getting really dumb is yes if they go back to racing five more of you people said if they go back to racing and doing the tokyo drift stuff i'm going back to the franchise and i have to agree with you guys i feel like fast and furious was at its heights for me as a person who liked fast and furious one two and three i like those a lot but they made it into a stupid stupid copy and paste superhero franchise and so far, it's been getting kind of worse. I mean, Hobbs and Shaw wasn't all that. Fade and the Furious was probably the best one for me for this new superhero stuff. I don't count, count Fast Five or Fast Four as, like, superhero stuff, even though they do bombastic stuff that's, like, unbelievable. But Fast and Furious 6 is where it goes off the goddamn walls. Uh, excuse me. Um, see, that wasn't, even a that wasn't even a sniff. That was a burp. Um, but bear with me. Um... But Fast and Furious 6, 7, 8, Hobbs and Shaw, and then this one. This has become a copy-and-paste superhero franchise. It's just getting down the drains. And uh, this trailer, I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> I don't think it's all that. But uh, the, the details I'm going to go in, uh, apparently John Cena is the main villain of the film. Okay, that's fine. Uh, there's a train in the movie that just barrels through, I don't know what city, but it just barrels through a bunch of cars and it flips over. So like the Dark Knight where the truck flips over, you know, they, they're going to flip it over and stuff like that. Um, apparently cars can now survive on breaking bridges, like little breaking wooden bridges. <laughs> and then John Cena's riding this car and he jumps off a cliff and then he gets picked up by a plane and then he just zooms off. And, you know what I mean? And, and the plane successfully picks him up at that speed and velocity. And then Dominic Toretto and, you know, Michelle Rodriguez, I forgot her name, Letty or whatever, they get off this goddamn pole. And then now they're swinging on vines. Cars can now swing on vines. I have no, I have no freaking idea what's going on with this franchise. But they are doing stupid stuff. <laughs> 
They are doing the stupidest stuff ever. I have never seen any movie not give a crap about physics ever. I know, you know, superhero movies all do that all the time. I guess they want to do the copy and paste stuff as I already pointed out. But, oh my gosh, like they have gone boss the walls. And even when I told you in uh, one of the earlier videos or one of the earlier podcasts about this trailer for the teaser trailer that showed us Jack, it literally was the first 15 seconds of the kid, you know, fixing the tractor and all that stuff. I knew it was the calm before the storm. I knew it was the calm before the storm. I I really, really, really thought that there was gonna go balls to the walls, and I was I was true about that. I mean, they brought back Han. They brought back the dude who died from Tokyo Drift, and now he's just driving the orange car again. Like, what's going on? And then they have Lucas Black back, who played Sean in the Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift is basically a huge factor in this movie for some reason, which is pretty pretty cool. I like that a lot. But I can believe all this stupid stuff. I can believe you can swing on vines with cars. I believe you can have a magnet player. I can believe that trains can flip on each other. I can believe you have a machine gun. I can believe that Ludacris and Tyrese can beat up people. I cannot believe the fact that John Cena is related to Vin Diesel. I almost said Vince Vaughn. Uh, I can't believe that John Cena is related to Vin Diesel. Those are two different ethnicities. You can, It's like if I said, hey... Denzel Washington is actually Tom Holland's brother. Like that, that wouldn't make any sense because they're two different ages, two different people. They don't look alike at all, and it just doesn't add anything to the story. It just seems like you want another family twist, because you know it's all about family and stuff like that. But overall, I just think this is stupid. I think they need to stop it. You know, I heard this rumor about them trying to bring back Paul Walker, which if you do that, you're effed up. You know what I mean? And, and pardon my French, I'm actually going to say the word. You're fucked up, all right, if you do that. That is a horrible decision. It's a little morbid. And it, it really, really just defeats the whole point of Theory 7. Now you just bring him back, people? Piece of crap. That's that's a horrible decision. Anyway, I might talk about that later. But, yeah, that's my thoughts on the Fast 9 just in general. Uh, what are your thoughts about it? Um Post your little thoughts at the beginning of the video. And I do want to add that there was a, a live concert before I saw the trailer. Like, I saw the premiere of the trailer. Not on on stage or whatever, but I saw it on my phone. Uh, they had a stupid live concert with Ludacris and Cardi B and this, like, not Italian, Latino singer or whatever. I thought it was stupid. Never, never watch those. <laughs> they don't really add anything. But that's crazy how a bunch of people showed up for a freaking trailer that's how much uh people love the tra franchise apparently but whatever um last topic main topic i'm going to talk about is one that is super duper exciting and also one that's very recent so dr strange 2 lost their director for uh you know scott derrickson uh, i think i talked about this earlier uh correct me if correct me if i'm wrong i might have talked about that earlier Scott Derrickson uh, sadly left the uh, Doctor Strange sequel, uh, the Doctor Strange and the Mer Multiverse of Madness, uh, and he talked about, you know, how they have creative differences, you know, the mysterious creative differences that, you know, directors always have, um, and uh, for, for, for many different reasons, um, I... I, I felt really sad about that because he killed it with the first Doctor Strange. I thought that was a really, really good movie, and he did a very, very good job making that film what it was, which is like a semi, 
time traveling movie or not time traveling movie but like a semi magic sorcerer movie with the time travel element and horror elements as well just like Doctor Strange as a comic book um but now that he's out and you know down and out Sam Raimi apparently is directing this goddamn thing so that's crazy because everybody's talking about one thing and one thing only about this and it's not even about Doctor Strange it's about the fact that Tobey Maguire might show up as Spider-Man, we might get this Into the Spider-Verse trilogy, or not trilogy, uh, trinity of Andrew Garfield, or sorry, not Andrew Garfield, Todd, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland are all going to be coming coming together, it's going to be fantastic, it's going to be just like, you know, uh, Into the Spider-Verse, it's going to be so fun, Sony's going to love this, it's going to tie in with Morbius, everything's going to be right, right? <laughs> no, that's not how that works, that's not how that works. And I might shut up about this if they ever do this, which if they do this, I'm going to freak out because I love all of those Spider-Mans. I don't care what anybody says. I love all of them. I even love Andrew Garfield. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> um, I I don't think right away that Sam Raimi's going to bring back Tommy McGuire. I mean, like, is he even acting anymore? Is Tommy McGuire even trying to act anymore? I mean, the last time we saw him was The Boss Baby and The Great Gatsby. For God's sakes. That was the last two projects he's ever done. Those aren't good projects. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not too surprised about that for some reason. Um He was also in like another movie uh with Jake Gyllenhaal called Brothers, but you know, Tony McGuire has been gone now. He has a family, he wants to do other stuff. Let that man rest. Or not rest, but let that man he's not dead. <laughs> let that man do whatever he wants to do. Um Andrew Garfield, he's doing better stuff now. I mean he's getting nominations now uh sony you know f he, he you know sony effed up his contract and they fired him in the middle of shooting the amazing spider-man 2 which sucks so much and that's what you know one of the factors of why, why that movie sucked so them bringing two of them back that would be great but i don't think it's i don't think it's ever going to happen because of those factors man you got to think about it realistically you know what I mean? We can't be talking about X-Men and Fantastic Four right away. And that, that's and that's also something I have to address, but not not right now. But you can't do all this stuff right away. You have to take time and, you know, make it work for everybody and have it a beneficial um a beneficial outcome for everybody who wants to come back and stuff like that. Cause for example, this is a TV example, but you, you know, you you'll get the example. It's like it's like in Crisis on Infinite Earths. It's one of the biggest DC crossovers on CW. It made a lot of money. It was successful, right? Because of a bunch of fan service. And it was a big event and, you know, whatever. The show's changed after that. Um, Michael Rosenbaum, who is who played Lex Luthor on Smallville and he voiced The Flash on the Justice League cartoon. He spoke out and he said... That he was going to make a video, um, not make a video, he's going to make a cameo uh, in Crisis on Infinite Earths. That's what uh, CW called him up for. And he was like, oh, okay. So what am I going to do? That's what he asked them. Like, what am I going to do in the cameo? The CW said, I don't know. He, they, they said, I don't know. And the second he heard about that, he said no. He said no. He said, if you're never going to have me do anything in the script, and I'm just there for, ooh, look, it's it's Michael Rosenbaum. What's the point? And I'm not going to get paid for that, and it's not going to help for me, and it's just stupid because you're just putting things in, in there that don't make any sense, that have no connection, 
and it just really, really makes it stupid. I feel the same way if they do that with these two other Spider-Mans, I'm afraid that that's going to be the case. They're, I don't know if they're even going to be actual characters, and if they actually do that with this, which they're never going to do, I don't know. That That's my point with this. They're never going to do this yet, but don't think about this right now, uh, but I guess I would say in comic books, never say never, um, but for Doctor Strange 2, as in Doctor Strange, uh, WandaVision's going to get connected into this. They're going to have Brother Voodoo, probably, as the main villain. Uh, she would tell Edgy of Four will return back as Mordor, and everybody from the main cast, except for Rachel McAdams, uh, will come back. Um, and this just seems like it'll work out. It, and also, I'm excited to, what's, to see what Sam Raimi's going to do. Uh, and that's my thoughts on the whole Sam Raimi directing on Doctor Strange uh, two uh, thoughts, but tell me your thoughts about it at the beginning of the video with all my social medias on there, and that's the end of the main topics, but I'm going to transition to one of my favorite things I want to do in these shows, and I usually do it in my Snapchat, so before I do these user questions, uh, I'm going to go over to you guys to go to uh, the beginning of the video, which I advertise a lot, as you already saw, but that's how I propel all my stuff, and that's also how I propel the show. So it works. <laughs> it's, shameless, it's shameless plug all the time. Um, but the user questions are some of the best, best, best stuff in the world because it's you guys just sending random movie questions that I can answer right off the bat or give you a closure over, um, which you know you guys love. And also you guys can get a shout out if you give me your contact information. Not all of it. You don't have to, get, you don't have to do that. Just give me your name or your first name or whatever. And I'll give you a shout out, which there's no shout outs for this uh, user questions, but there are some people, there's some lovely people who do want to talk about certain stuff. Wow, I'm sick. <laughs> um, but the there's four different music questions. And the first one I'm going to talk about is uh, there's somebody who asked me, hey, I didn't hear about your opinion on Gretel and Hansel, the newest horror movie starring uh, Sophia Lillis, uh, who's from It and It Chapter 2, respectively. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, uh, Gretel and Hansel? You haven't made a review on it. I haven't made a review on it. On uh, Snapchat, Instagram, my email, well, I, I don't make re reviews on my email. That would be stupid. Or on the podcast, I didn't talk about Gretel and Hansel. And yes, I did see it. But uh, I, I will tell you my quick thoughts about it so that, you know, I, I usually do these quick. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you my thoughts about this. Gretel and Hansel instead of Hansel and Gretel. It was fine. It was it was an indie movie or indie horror movie. And, and if you know what indie horror movies are, and if you watched like an A24 movie, you already know what Gretel and Hansel was going to be. It's not from A24. It's from Orion Pictures. Uh, the movie is shot very, very well. I thought the acting was very, very good. And I thought that the production design was outstanding. However, I thought the story was the same thing that we already read as a kid, but, you know, it was told in this kind of pretentious way. You know what I mean? You know, you know, movies that are like super duper indie, you know, those movies that start out with like in trailers like Sundance Film Festival Selection. You know what I mean? Whenever you see that, it's kind of a turnoff for people. Um, but also it's kind of like competent. They're trying to be like super duper stylist, but, you know, it's super duper weird just because it's I feel like it's another Suspiria uh, Suspiria was a movie where it's like a movie about evil witches and it was super duper colorful and it, they, they did they did like different stuff uh, in there that was kind of weird but um 
yeah, I, I, I really, really thought that this movie is a little pretentious. I thought the story was kind of the same, and I thought that the the writing was kind of eh. But the acting, the production design, and the um, the cinematography was really, really good and outstanding. And uh, I would give it a 6 out of 10. It's fine. And it's not really a movie that I would see again, but it is something that I was kind of glad to see because it was, it was different. And I'm glad that I saw a different take on it. So I, I appreciate it. Uh, the second user question is, why did Terminator ditch the original timeline from the Terminator Dark Fate? And I, I and I thought that uh, and actually you know what let me read the actual question for that <laughs> let me let me transition over there because he actually had a good phrasing on how to ask this question which is really cool because I I had no way to translate it as well as he did so uh, this is shout out to Elon so uh, I'll I'll take back that comment I made about no uh, having no shout outs this is a guy named Elon uh, I forgot your last name, buddy, but, you know, Elon, he's been one of my buddies for a while in middle school, and uh, the fact that he contacted back on my podcast was fantastic, but this is how he phrased his question. Why did Terminator just ditch the original timeline? What's the point of watching any movie after the third one? <sighs> I feel you, buddy. <laughs> and I'm actually asking the same question. I think Dark Fate was a good movie, but they did a stupid thing in the beginning of the film, literally in the beginning of the film. It was fantastic CGI on Linda Hamilton and Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, whoever the kid devil was for uh, Eddie Furlong, for uh, John Connor. But they shot John Connor right on the bat. And this isn't a spoiler. You're never going to watch this movie. Um, And they shot John Connor right off the bat. And that just erases all the first two of the movies. You know, their purpose of the movie was to have John Connor alive so that he can save the world. And as he got shot, I literally was waiting for the movie like, hey, what, what what's going to counter, counteract this? Because I, I know what John Connor is and what John Connor isn't. He isn't something that you just blow up out of the sky. So what's, what's going to be the cover-up? The cover-up was that this little girl is now the new John Connor. That's it. That literally was it. And it was super stupid, and they were trying to reboot the franchise, and Linda Hamilton already spoke out about how she didn't want to do it anymore. And the reason why they dissed the original timeline, Elon, I almost called you Eddie Furlong, uh, the reason why they uh, dished the original timeline, uh, uh, Elon, is because they wanted to reboot the franchise, and it didn't work out. And they tried doing this a bunch of times with Christian Bale and with... Uh, Jai Courtney and Genesis and all this different stuff. They tried doing a TV series, for God's sakes, called the Sarah Connor Chronicles. They just they don't know what to do with Terminator anymore. Just the same thing with Alien and Predator. They're 80s franchises that are being refurbished, but nobody wants them anymore because they're old. Same thing with Charlie's Angels. Not everybody cares about that anymore, sadly. Um, but yeah, just, just leave it alone. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you, buddy. Just watch the first two and just leave it alone. Um, but yeah, that, that, hopefully that answers your questions. Um, and keep in mind, whenever I talk about these user questions, you guys can, uh, give me some answers at the, uh, the social medias at the beginning of the video. Uh, it's, it's really, really cool whenever you guys actually reply to the user questions. I had that happen a couple times, but, uh, don't be shy to reply on that as well. Um, uh, the third user question, uh, I don't have a shout out for any of the rest of the ones. Uh, Birds of Prey's amazing Rotten Tomato score. What's your thoughts about the uh, amazing Rotten Tomato score for Birds of Prey? 
Um, I, I want to talk about this because this is I'm actually doing this the day I see the movie, so I'm still kind of like on the edge of you know if I like it or not, and I'll tell you right away on my Instagram, uh, the real the real Evan Magic. Um, Birds of Prey's Amazing Rotten Tomato score it was at a ninety two percent. I want to I want to say was was it was at a ninety two percent. It it climbed down like ten percent down. It was like an eighty two percent last time I checked. So this movie is pretty divisive. I mean, it was at 88% as well, but the highest I've seen it was 92%, which was fantastic for a movie. I was really, really happy for it. You know, it, it rose my negative, my it rose my negative 10 hype to a negative eight from the first reviews, which, even though there's some bias there. Um, and then it was negative three, I believe. I don't know. Um, when I heard about this Rotten Tomato score and or, or about this... Um, this uh the, the reviews actually coming from the people who bought the tickets <laughs> and then the Rotten tomato score rose it to like negative one because i love Rotten tomatoes they have a great little algorithm over there that just shows me right away what people think and some people say that they like the movie a lot like they love it like it's really colorful it's really fun blah 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 you probably heard all the reviews by now but uh on like tv spots or advertisements but for uh the people who didn't like it, they talked in detail about why they didn't like it. And I feel like I um I, I still am on the fence right now if I like it or not. Uh which is actually interesting for me to see say because I actually originally really hated this uh idea. Uh but now now I now I still hate this idea. I don't like the fact that they're trying to make Harley Quinn the freaking psychopath uh, a hero. I think that's stupid. But um they had this whole birds of prey thing and it seemed like it didn't work out or something like that but whatever this whole idea i still don't like it but it seems like the movie might be really interesting I, i'm excited for Ewan mcgregor and margot robbie and their takes on the characters or whatever but yeah that's my quick thought the, the, uh, my quick thoughts about it i'm gonna see it later on so that's gonna be some closure for you about how i feel about it as well and for how everybody feels about it in the future um which i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be the verdict of everybody's opinions maybe everybody will like it better than i do when i see it but uh yeah you know what i you know what i mean anyway my last question i'm ever going to ask in this episode of the podcast is a user question and uh this is a very good user question and i'm going to talk i'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk in detail as much as i can uh to to kind of conclude this in a great way but also to answer this question in the best way um what does dc need to do to compete with the level of marvel and um, and, I, and I read this question a while ago, and I, and I included this on this because I was thinking about it, and I was like, what does DC need to do to compete with Marvel? Because I think that's, a, in many ways, that's valid, kind of. And I thought back on it, and I, was, I came to a conclusion. Sir, I don't think they need to compare with Marvel. I don't think they need to compete with Marvel at all. I feel like they should be their own thing. I mean, DC is successful being their own thing. I mean, Aquaman made a billion dollars at the box office. I mean, Shazam was successful. Joker was the most successful movie they ever had. And this new Birds of Prey movie seems like it's really good uh, from the likes of most people, uh, even though it's a little divisive, but you know what I mean. But this solo movie act that they're trying to do is really working. It's, it's really, really working for them. And I feel like they don't need to compete with Marvel anymore. Because remember, when they competed with Marvel, they did a Justice League. 
they did Justice League, which nobody wants another Justice League, which sucks the fact that we had to call Justice League Justice League and, you know, say it like that, but it really was that bad. It was going to be the biggest movie ever. It was a big culmination of all the best comic book characters, and it just sucked. So, it, you know, it, you got to understand, man, you don't need to compete with Marvel all the time. I know every company wants to be Marvel because, you know, Marvel's the biggest company of all time by now, uh, thanks to Disney and all that stuff, whatever. But they have been the biggest freaking franchise right now, and they are making bank, and they're just making fantastic movies in the future. But DC needs to reevaluate because they don't want to do another Justice League again. They don't want to do a whole Zack Snyder Batman vs Superman situation again. They don't want to do another Suicide Squad, and it seems like they're not doing that with Birds of Prey. So they need to be focused on their own stuff. It seems like their solo focusing stuff is really, really good. You know what I mean? Whenever they have full control, or their director directors have full control of their films, it's fantastic. And their TV is the best TV in, you know, TV history, obviously. And so they're they're sex, successful in other things. They need to focus on uh excuse me. Um they need to focus on other incarnations and stuff like that and solo outings. So let that be a lesson to everybody that not everything has to be Marvel. You know what I mean? Not everything has to be a shared cinematic universe even. You know what I mean? This this whole Flashpoint thing and this Joker movie is not connected at all. And that's good because they don't need to be. Anyway, that's my thoughts on that question. And also, this is the end of the podcast. Wow. I don't know how many minutes I got left. Hold on. Let me check. 45 minutes. I have 45 minutes left. But uh, keep in mind that this was the biggest podcast because I had to catch up. I delayed this a bunch and that uh, I was really, really sick. So I didn't really feel like doing this, sadly, even though it's really, really fun. And you guys support it so much. I mean, January was the biggest month of my life with this podcast. I mean, we've we've made probably the peak amount of views. Uh, I would say like 70 views of that week. So it was fantastic. The fact that a bunch of people were um watching this stuff i mean we got uk viewers we have excuse me we have uh canadian viewers it's fantastic to see that i have people around the world listening to my stuff it's fantastic and uh yeah that's my thoughts on the movie stuff uh i had to talk about the super bowl really quickly because you know i really want to talk about the super bowl but um but also i want to really talk about all these podcasts or not all these podcasts all these topics that you guys really really enjoy and keep in mind that i did this while sick I can totally not do this when I was sick, but this is this the timing of this had to be really really good, um, but uh, hopefully you guys understand. But uh, thank you guys so much for supporting the 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 podcast in the future, and um, I don't know if I'll do anything new for it. Uh, I'm sorry I had to give you the update on the upcoming guest, but that's what I had to do to kind of propel this a little bit better and make it to the best quality instead of you know ruining people's time schedules. But, uh, you know, maybe you do want to be a guest at the show, but, you know, I don't know if I can manage that really well. I mean, I have stuff to do as well, and that's why these podcasts are really mishmash with their time schedules as well. But, uh, yeah, yeah. once again, hopefully you guys understand and hopefully you guys can be civil. Um, but, you know, once again, I'm not actually going to plug my social medias because I did it to death today. <laughs> uh, I usually do it all the time with, you know, every single uh, main topic. But you know what I mean. I, I usually do it because, you know, sometimes people forget enough, you know what I mean? I usually do it every single time. Like, hey, you know, whenever you do the topics, go at the beginning of the video because I just stated it all of it right there. Uh, my email has been blowing up by now with a bunch of topics, which is really interesting. Um, and also a bunch of trailers. Like, people literally send me videos now. 
uh, of trailers, which, you know, is a little dangerous, but you know what I mean. Um, but it's fantastic the fact that people are actually contacting me and stuff like that. So thank you guys so much for supporting the channel once again or supporting the podcast once again. Uh, I will see y'all later when I see y'all, and I'm about to watch this Birds of Prey this morning. So uh, keep in touch in my Instagram, the the Real Love Imagine. I will actually have that review up very soon. But uh, yeah, bye bye. I will see y'all later when I see y'all, and have a great weekend. I forgot to say that. Have a great weekend. I am super sick. I'm sorry. <laughs>